Welcome to the Spiritual Movement Center podcast, the show where we talk about God, our humanity, faith, and the art of presence as prayer. I'm Jess Kennedy, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Peg Hutchins. Together, we welcome your whole self here, reminding you that nothing is a surprise to God. We are sitting down to have a conversation about Lectio Divina and to offer space for you to listen and practice Lectio yourself. So we're going to be talking about what it is, what Lectio is, what it offers, perhaps how God meets us in it, and then we'll practice together. Sounds like a plan, Jess. So, Peg. Yeah, Jess. So, tell me, what is Lectio Divina? Well, Lectio, simply put, is a Christian monastic prayer practice. And Lectio literally means divine reading. But um, maybe today's, for today's translation, it would be better said it's spiritual reading. It's a way of prayerfully engaging with the scriptures in order to hear God's personal word to you and to me. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's it's not a technique, and it's not a method. And, you know, there's so many, this is the way you do it kind of thing today, but that is not the, um, that is not the process of Lectio. It's, it's, has movements to it and the movements they flow and they can go back and forth and back and forth so there's no like you've got to do this and then you've got to do this and then you've got to do this it just it really is a lovely rhythm of of flow when you get into the practice of it so Lectio Divina involves four components I like to call them movements I read that somewhere it might have been from David Benner, but I really enjoyed that idea. So the first movement, as it relates to um, the Lectio itself, is attending, paying attention and attending to the Word of God. The second one is pondering. That's we're reflecting on what God is speaking to us. And responding, that's our, our prayer movement. How do, we, how do we respond to what God is saying? And then the fourth one is being, being present in um, what is with God in that moment. And so in Lectio Divina, what we seek is not information, but we seek communion with God. <clears throat> We're seeking God. That's the whole premise of Lectio. Um, we open ourselves to God and we listen for God's loving and living words for us. It's designed to treat scripture not as a text, but to, to be studied or a set of truths to be grasped. Let me, let me, that may be something that's brand new to folks to, to actually have a prayer practice that's designed to treat scripture not as a text to be studied. You know, I mean, we, we're always feeling like we've got to parcel everything out. But, and, not, and it's not even a set of rules, you know. This is what we've got to do. It's, it's a movement um, into God's living word. And it's always alive and active, always fresh and new. And our response is to be open to the gift that God is giving to us. So it's, it starts with God. It's all about God, um, not me. Uh, this is what God wants to do in us, um, awakening us to those areas where God delights in us. It's not just about, you know, correction and but it, it's really a movement that lends itself to us receiving God's love for us. It's like, you know, I think about the litany of the person that we ought to share at some point. Um, I don't have it handy right now, but how that particular litany starts off with the belovedness of who we are. 
doesn't start off with us being, you know, the, the sinners that are in the pit that need to be lifted out. But we start from where we, who we are, the beloved of God and how God sees us. So it's not a Bible study. And it's not an alternative to Bible study. It's a way of reading scripture and listening to scripture with our hearts and an open spirit. It's listening to the voice of God. I'm just wondering, why is Lectio a practice I would want to include in my day-to-day life as a Christian? Because it's heart work. It's heart work. It doesn't negate the beauty of the intellect, but this particular process is all about the movement of love, the movement of um, really healing and awakening and getting to the heart, getting to that, that place of um, our humanity that only that God wants to not in many of us wants to resurrect or at least awaken. And so it's like I said, it, it's not in place of a Bible study, but it's, 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 it's that beautiful thing. You know, there's that, but what is it? Asbury says we're head and heart go hand in hand. Well, that's pretty yeah. much what, you know, this is, this is the heart that goes into into the head. So it brings a fullness to a person. I mean, we have to have our intellect to begin, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we're whole, whole people. Yeah. Is that helpful? So does that make sense to you? I mean, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm no expert, you know, I'm not Teresa Vavilia who said the most important thing in prayer is not to think much, much, but to love much. Not to think much, but to love much. (laughs) So maybe that's your answer about Lectio. (laughs) Well, I think, too, I mean, we've already mentioned that Lectio is not Bible study or an alternative to it. But I think I've heard you say part of doing the work of healing or opening ourselves to God with our hearts is that stillness and that being that I think Lectio naturally brings about in the way that it is. It's a contemplative practice. So it's just a a way of being with God rather than trying to extract something from studying the word, which is not a bad thing. Like it's good to take time to engage in the scriptures intellectually and study and do the work of Bible study, but that the balance that Lectio brings in providing a space for us to open our hearts and to to center and to let God speak to us, I think is really an important part. Well, see, that's the whole that's the whole deal. That that's that's the, the the whole purpose of this particular process is God has something to say to us. God wants desires for us to to listen to God's voice. So it's a matter of you know listening for the voice of God through the Holy Scripture. What is the Holy Scripture communicating communicating to us? What is God communicating to us through? as we will move forward into um, our group process of the 23rd Psalm, what does God have to say to you, Jess, in that? What does God have to say to me? What is the invitation? We, we approach Scripture as if, okay, we've got, to, we've got to grasp it. We've got to know what it says. Well, maybe maybe there's something more that we don't know, something we have read many, many times and think, you know, like the Lectio that we chose um, with Psalm 23. We chose that as a familiar one for a lot of reasons, but it also has has the ability to speak to us brand new, right where we are today, to speak for yeah. you and to speak for me. And um, 
we travel at a fast pace and we don't give ourselves the privilege of stopping and saying, gee, maybe God's got something to say to me today. Maybe I just need to show up and shut up, you know, <laughs> in a word. When you were talking about grasping, it made me think about um, where it says in scripture about Jesus. I think it's the Philippians 2, where it talks about Jesus didn't consider equality with God something to be grasped, but lowered himself. And I think that the process of Lectio is part of our process of surrendering and following the way of Jesus in that we are taking the time to allow the Holy Spirit to work in us through the scriptures instead of us trying to somehow grasp and pull the scriptures into our lives. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and I wonder if it's, you know, work, you use the word work and, um, how did you say that? You said worked into our lives. Have the scriptures work into our lives? Are we work to have their scriptures work in our lives? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder yeah. if work is really the best word to use there. I wonder if it mm -hmm. maybe is not avail ourselves, accept the invitation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, really, it's simply God's invitation to um, a loving encounter. Mm-hmm. It's... Um, it's not a it's not a mystery. It's nothing it's not a process that's that's like for the monastic only. I mean, God is forever and always extending an invitation to a loving encounter with us. It's like, okay, so like you get an invitation from a friend. And you're all excited because you know you have this have this great relationship. You love and appreciate one another. You delight in your, each other's presence. Um, you have um, a good meal, a good glass of wine, you sit and have great conversation, and you laugh a lot. And when you're all of a sudden done, you come away with nuggets of rich blessings. And I mean, you always feel in, uh, revived and um, just you feel great. Well, that's what God wants to do. And is forever and always offering this kind of an invitation, only it's far better than a, a dinner party could ever be. Because it gets to the place of truth of our identity that awakens us to the wonder of our humanity mm -hmm. and who we are in God's love. Um, if, if we practice this, it dismantles our distorted image of God. Because we there's there's so much we all have a distorted image of God from time to time. Right? I mean we do. I mean I even said this last night in in our in our board meeting. I had a friend that told me about that uh, one of the movements when she prayed. Uh, God gave her a word about God God's footsteps coming at towards me. And I went back to read that again this morning, by the way. And that's not what it said at all. But. <laughs> But last night when we were doing our, our little devotional, what came to me was, and of course, and I, my initial thought was, whoa, am I, am I walking into death here? <laughs> well, then last night in that reflection, in that reflection, I had a sense the Holy Spirit was saying to me, why are you afraid of my footsteps? Why are you afraid of the sounds of my footsteps? I'm not to be feared. So you see, distorted image of God, right? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so this is a beautiful uh, gift that God has given to us through the ancient mystics, the, the, the monastic society, to receive an invitation to a loving encounter with God. So, yeah, that's all I got.
I mean, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it so simply. Yeah. Well, I think that's true. I'm reminded of you were talking about the just the way of invitation that Lectio offers in encountering God in scripture and letting, I mean, really letting God encounter us. And I'm reminded of the relationship that Jesus had with God that we see, especially in John, where it talks about, where Jesus talks about the vine and the branches and being abiding. And I feel like one of the gifts of Lectio is that it really allows for us to practice that abiding and that being in the vine and letting God speak to us and prune us. The movements of Lectio are attending, pondering, responding, and being. And so I wonder if we could take a few moments to just talk about each one of those words or steps or movements, as we would like to call them, to just break it down so that we can begin to understand how God would encounter us through these. Sure. And um, we want to begin with silence, you know, silentio. And we want to get ourselves centered. And this is where centering prayer can come in. We want to do it very simply. And whenever we invite folks, including ourselves, and we engage in this, um, you know, our minds are always active and we're always busy. And it, it comes to a time, it's hard to quiet ourselves. And so when you begin this process and you begin to quiet down and begin to pay attention to your breathing and maybe you have a word that keeps bringing you back, if you begin to wander and your thoughts wander, just let them go and then get yourself attuned and sent back into that word. Like for me, I will, um, I like to, to just breathe Yahweh in and breathe Yahweh out. And it's just something about that for me. Um, also, I can, I, I would say, you know, God, you are the center of my being, or simply, you are the center of my being, and breathing that in and, and breathing that out, and paying attention to, you know, how you're sitting, veiling yourself to breath. Um, this is a process of getting ourselves open and, and quiet and centered, so that we can so that we can attend. So we're beginning with the, the attendance of ourselves and all of where we are, but we don't worry if nothing jumps out at us when we first start and we don't worry about getting it right. We've got to remember that this is about what God is doing. You know, God is patient, far more patient than we are with ourselves. And God, and even if you go through it the first time and nothing comes about, you don't have to worry about it. God will find another opportunity to get in. See, that's the deal. Um, yeah. And he, and God will give us a word. God will lead us to understand its meaning for us. God will do it all. Um, so our part as we begin will be a, just a quieting down, a breathing. Uh, like I said, um, you are the center of my being or whatever it is, whatever works for you. It may, it may just be the sound of your own breath. Then we move into, once we feel um, we're in that space, then the scripture is read. And this part is prayer as attending. And we seek to hear a word or phrase that jumps out at us, that captures our uh, attention in the reading of that short text, whatever is chosen. We read it slowly. Well, I just had this, this image of being at a dinner table and 
uh, let's say it's Thanksgiving, you know, and first comes a turkey, and second comes the mashed potatoes, <laughs> then comes the gravy or stuffing or whatever it may be, so that you're really chewing at and, and taking it slowly and listening and, and paying attention to what the words are. So you're listening or you're attending to the words or phrase that stand out to us. There may be a word that triggers you. There may be something that rises up. Well, don't dismiss it. Just pay attention to it. There may be, there may be something of a memory that comes forward. Well, so what is it saying to your life right now? You can't get it wrong. That's the deal. You can't get it wrong. So once that movement, you feel like you have come to the end of in that movement and you want to avail yourself to some time when you set out to do Lectio and it's good to set a time the same time every day to do it or the same time in the same space and and getting getting a, a rhythm that is um that is familiar to you you know you get into that nice okay so it's 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 10 o'clock I'm gonna go sit and do my Lectio which is an invitation. God is waiting for me. I'm going to go try this. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't a clue, but I'm going to try it. So that's that's the the prayer is attending, and then the the scripture is read again slowly. We're we're listening. We're paying attention, and then what this is this is the movement of prayer as uh, pondering, or meditate, or meditatio. And so how is God encountering me in this movement as we're reading the scripture? This is where the, where the head and the heart, this pondering place is. What are we hearing? How is God encountering me? What's going on in my heart? Uh, what's the Holy Spirit stirring in my life? How do I feel about what is being said? You know, just because what is being said doesn't mean you feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, right? I mean, because like, yeah. well, gee, how does that fit? Well, how do I feel about all that? So that's the pondering. That's, you know, when you sit and you ponder something, you, you kind of chew about it and you think about it. And how does that fit? It's really, you know, it's a real gentle, loving movement here. So when you feel like that time has come to a close, I mean, you can journal about these things as you're doing them too. You know, if you're, if you're somebody that likes to have a, a pen or a pencil and, and a journal to write down what's coming, you write down what you're feeling and you're sensing, do so. This is, you can't get this wrong. I was just going to say, you can't get it wrong. Right, you can't get it wrong. So then the next movement, the third movement is, prayers attending, or a ratio, and that is um, our prayers is responding. We, we allow ourselves to respond to what has touched our mind and our heart. We, we're letting God know how we feel. We respond to God out of a stirring of our spirit, it's an encounter with um, with who I am now, and and even God's and, and particularly God's vision of who I am yet to become. It's it's an opening to God's purposes. So as you as you're listening to the scripture being read very slowly, or if you're reading it aloud, and it must be read aloud. And you hear the sound of, pay attention to what the movement is. So again, you allow yourself the time for that movement to come to a place of, I don't want to say close, but just comes to a place of quiet. And when you feel ready, go to the next movement. And that one is prayer as being. And that invitation is when the, the scripture is read in this final reading, we simply be with God in stillness. You know, contemplation, time of rest, 
uh, it's a time where there there needs to be no words just to be with God who has spoken to you through the living word God is God has spoken just be in it this this has a has the a lovely propensity to uh, become awakened to the need to abandon self. And now I don't mean to empty ourselves into nothing because that's not what we do. But it, it has a place where we can be with God and recognize that we don't need our false limited self, that there's so much more to us than we think there is. And we are so much more than we think we are. So that's simply the movement of it. And, and the whole point, you know, the whole point is we're waiting for the gift God has for us. We're, you know, in the process. I'm waiting for the gift God has for me. I'm waiting, and you're waiting, Jess, for the gift God has for you. And they can be, and they're tailor-made for each of us. They might be similar, but they'll speak to us perfectly, perfectly. So. Yeah, that's because it's the Holy Spirit speaking to us through scriptures. And God knows us better than we know ourselves. And he knows just exactly what to say or what we need. So, well, God wired us, designed us. <laughs> yep. I mean, when we come into this practice, we think about, I, I think about, there's no person that's ever been birthed that is the same. Hmm. And God wants to sit down with each one of us and love us. Yeah. <laughs> And has a tailor-made invitation every moment for us. Now, what can come up in, um, and one of the giftings is that you can take whatever comes up through the day, whatever comes forward, whatever love you receive, can carry you through the day. And uh, you may might return to that word or that movement through the course of the day, depending upon what your day is like. And you may not. And it's okay if you don't. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. So how, I have a question for you, Jess. Okay. You've been practicing Lactio a bit here and there. Yes. And um, I go in seasons. And I'm, this, this is, um, this is a great invitation to return to it more fully than I have in the past. I mean, you know, I, I like I say, I go in, go in seasons. I'm getting into a place where I have the space to be, uh, have that more contemplative space first thing in the morning, which is lovely. And so how, how is Lectio shaping and forming you? I think one of the gifts that Lectio has given me, or more rightly put, God has given me through the practice of Lectio has been just the I'm glad you said that Jess because Lectio is not giving it to you God has given <laughs> it to you this is just a, a process a practice so yeah good nicely yes. nicely corrected <laughs> <laughs> thanks Peg you're welcome <laughs> I think just especially in this season of life where there are forced <laughs> um, forced solitude. The pandemic has done that, hasn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. I think one of the gifts of Lectio has been how it continually invites me into the being and the abiding with God. And I really liked what you said earlier about how God wired us and how God knows what we need, what, 
how to connect with us. And I think that just having those moments where I am able to set aside time and let the Holy Spirit speak to me through scripture in Lectio, I feel like God has encountered me in ways that I couldn't have figured out on my own. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. Last night when we did the little Lectio with the board meeting, I I was reminded of how one of the things that I really appreciate about Lectio is how God meets me through holy imagination and just the, um, like I have this very strong image of Jesus as my light and my salvation because we were doing Lectio with uh, Psalm 27.1. But just this image of Jesus basically like radiating light everywhere and going into the deepest, darkest places of my life and illuminating it for the sake of healing and wholeness and continued, um, I mean, really continued healing and being made in the image of Christ. I think that Lectio for me has really provided space for me to sit in those moments where I can have that space to hear God speaking through scripture, but also see God speaking through scripture mm-hmm. and encountering me. It has a way of settling us down, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It, it? You know, as we practice it, it can lend, it can lend, lead us into settling down. <laughs> yes. Put it that way. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I want to go back just again to just to recapture reiterate what I said about the about the way we begin um, that we start uh, we start the process in silence and we do that because we often make the mistake of thinking that prayer is about what we have to say to God hmm it's actually the other way around and I don't think we can say that enough God wants to speak to us and wants to reveal to us the actual living word. So why not, why not uh, avail ourselves to a process of, of being quiet? Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's a practice to be, um, well, it's not so much to be conquered as it is being paying attention to the noise and what it has to say and, and having it even be a catalyst when we go into the silence, if we go back to, let's say, for example, you've got a project due at 10 o'clock in the morning and you're, work, you're in your Lectio process at 6 o'clock in the morning and this project keeps coming to the forefront of your mind when you're moving into the, into the silence or trying to get silent, you pay attention to it. And then you say, oh, that that's there and then return to... Yahweh, or you are the center of my being. So the project comes forward, you are the center of my being. And pretty much what it does is it tells that that thought, you're not the center of my being. Mm-hmm. God is the center of my being. So it's, it's, it's this... It's this kind of a playful stance if you want to... Because so many times what we do is we work so hard to get silent. Yeah. And that's... That just isn't the way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about giving ourselves a break. And yeah. Well, also, I think that we forget that God is far more invested and active in seeking to encounter us than we ever could be in to encounter God. Absolutely, Jess. Absolutely. You got it. (laughs) 
Yeah. And Chris, you know, unless we practice these things, we we forget. I mean, we do. Yeah. And it's easy to do, but God doesn't shame us because we do. God says, come on, kids, sit down with me. Let's have some fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Come away with me. That's right. And you'll recover your life. Yep. And I'll show you how to take a real rest, right? Yep. Yeah. So now that you've heard and learned a little bit more about Lectio, either for the first time or maybe for the hundredth time, either way, um, we are now going to move into a time of practicing. And Peg will lead us through the movements and you will hear a reading from Psalm 23 verses 1 through 3. So here we go. I'd like to begin just uh, by offering a word of prayer as we move into this. And um, we thank you, God, for this movement that you have given to us that is um, an ancient practice that continues to um, continues to um, invite us to be loved by you. And so we move into the movement of quieting down, the movement of silence. So take a breath, being sure that your body is fairly erect so that you're breathing well. This is a way of preparing to hear God speak to us, to you. And simply a centering prayer, breathing in and breathing out. You can breathe in Yahweh and breathe out Yahweh. Or you are the center of my being. This is an invitation asking the Holy Spirit to open you to the um, entire process. If thoughts come and you get distracted, just come back to your centering prayer of, you are the center of my being. And now we move into the first movement, that is the prayer of attending. Jess will uh, read the scripture, Psalm 23, verses 1 through 3. And she'll read it slowly. And as she does, um, listen for any word or phrase that might stand out to you. Pay attention to any memories or experiences that you might have that are rising up. And just be attentive. Be attending to the word. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. 
He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. And now we move into the second movement. Prayer is pondering. And in this movement, um, we ponder what we're hearing. How is God encountering? How is God encountering you? What's going on in your heart? And what is the Holy Spirit stirring in your life as you listen to um, the scripture being read once again? What is going on in your heart? And how do you feel about what's being said? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake.
Now we move into the third movement, the prayer of, as responding. In this movement, allow yourself to, um, to respond to what has touched your mind and your heart. Let God know how you feel. This is a movement of opening to God's purposes. It's an encounter with um, who I am now, who you are now, and God's vision for who I am to become. Allow yourself to respond to what has touched your heart and mind. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his namesake. In this final reading, simply be with God in, in the stillness. Rest with God. And be with God who has spoken to you through the living word. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake.
And as a simple way to bring us to a close, just I simply say, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Amen. Amen. Well, I don't know about you, but that was a sweet time for me. It now, was for me shall too. We, shall we share what came out of those movements? Yes. I would like that. Well, uh, getting settled in the silence, of course, you know, that was only a tease. <laughs> it was a short <laughs> period of time. But... I found myself going back to um, repeating Yahweh, you know, it just breathing it in, breathing out, breathing in. There's something very um, holy about that for me. And so that was, that was sweet. And then into the first movement, um, what popped out at me was, First, it was, I shall not want. But then, as you finished up that passage at the end of verse 3, for his namesake, that grabbed a hold of me, for his namesake. In the, in the pondering movement, it was like, okay, so how do I feel about this, and what is God up to? It was like, so... God is for God's namesake for me in this moment so that I will know that God's with me and is always guiding me to um, that God is with me. It's all about with me so that I would be awakened to the presence of God with me, which was quite fun, I thought. And then the, the next movement was um, how do I feel? It was like God is always pursuing me to live a balanced life. I mean, bottom line, that's where it came, where it came to a close in, in through those movements. It was just holding on to that for his name's sake, um, that he's always pursuing me. Um, and God wants me to know that God is pursuing me. And pursuing me not because God wants to correct me, but pursuing me so that... I'm living a life of gentleness so that there's a security in knowing that I'm being directed and guided and that I'm living a life of emotional balance, which I thought was very, um, a very interesting thing to come up. So that was where I ended up. <laughs> Not that I'm emotionally unbalanced. <laughs> I hope, <laughs> but you know, just that. Yeah that centering kind of being so anyway yeah yeah well for me I really couldn't get past the Lord is my shepherd <laughs> huh and it's interesting because one of the things that has been stirring in me has been this I guess it is a distorted image of God that that the idea of when I talk about the Lord being something that's like heavy or just doesn't seem or sit right. And um, that last night in the Lectio that we did, that came up too. And today, again, the Lord is my shepherd. And just that all the, the movements, I felt like I was being invited to see how the Lord is my shepherd and how that is a really gentle, guiding, I'm not sure how to put it into words exactly, but just the Lord is my shepherd isn't heavy. <laughs> it isn't harsh. It isn't hard, but it's, and, you know, I've been doing devotions based around shepherding for the past six weeks. So I feel like 
I've my idea of what a shepherd is has been expanded and I feel like in this time together seeing being able to connect what a shepherd's true nature is with the Lord is a continued invitation into healing of a distorted image of God that I have as it relates to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was really sweet. Yeah. Nice. I feel like um, we need to say something here, Jess, about when we do group Lectio Divina. Okay. And that is when we share like this, it's not a time. All we do as a group is listen to the, the person's process. We don't try to interpret it. We don't uh, interpret or um, give advice. It's a, just a sharing of how God has met each one of us. And we, we just relish and welcome and celebrate in the movement. So I, I feel like that's important to say that, you know, in any kind of group setting, we always have, there's a propensity of somebody trying to inter- interpret and tell you what it means and all that. Um, yeah. Or give you advice as to what to do with what's been told. And that's yeah. not for us to do with one another. It's simply to sit and hold and cherish one another in the beauty and in what God, is, the way God has loved us and spoken to each, each of us. So, um, yeah, that's all. thanks Peg would you like to close us in prayer sure okay God we give you thanks in the name of Jesus Christ with the fellowship of the Holy Spirit that you are always about inviting us into our best selves our true selves inviting us to be loved by you. We thank you for this, um, this gift of Lectio Divina that guides us, gives us a guide, gives us a way to come to a place of quiet and to avail ourselves to be open to you as, as God the one who has created us, the one who has given us life, the one who has sent your own son that we might have life and have life abundant and that we might have the gift of the advocate, the Holy Spirit that would continue to reorient us to the goodness of who you are. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Spiritual Movement Center podcast. Over the next few weeks, we will be continuing a series of Lectio podcasts using the remainder of Psalm 23. We would love to hear how God is moving in your life through these exercises, whether it's today's episodes or future episodes. We would love to hear your feedback through email or social media. You can email us at podcast at spiritualmovementcenter.com with any feedback or questions. If you enjoyed the show and would like to subscribe, hit the subscribe button below in whatever app you are using to listen to us today. And I want to remind you that there's nothing, nothing is a surprise to God. <laughs>